Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team, of course. Aston Villa turned Philly into Philadelphia on Sunday. The summer series kicked off with a 3 all draw against Newcastle. We'll get to that in a minute. Plus, Frankie puts the hot sauce on my Philly cheesesteak with today's spicy question. Um, but first things first, the most important question of all, Frankie, how are you? I'm feeling good, George. I'm feeling good. I stayed up until two in the morning to watch that. I had work yeah. at seven thirty. So um you knocking bit... back the monsters. Yeah. Other, yeah. other energy drinks are available. What's, of course. What's that? What was that? That prime. Is that the one KSI and prime. <laughs> yeah, all the, all yeah. the kids are drinking these days? Like, <laughs> driving them into like a sugary rush of madness. That's uh, it. Terrified of kids that they're just all on a massive sugar rush from Prime and watching too much Logan Paul. Isn't it? That's weird, though, isn't it? I mean, to, just to move away from football entirely, you know, when I was growing up, it was all pogs and go-go's. And now it's, you know, <laughs> prime energy drink is what the kids want. Incredible. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, George, we should get on it. We, we're <laughs> the, the kids. Oh, we, should go down the Logan Paul route, me and you just appearing on WWE wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Doing really terrible controversy. I'm the, I'm the KSI to your Logan Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boxing match between the two of us that nobody watches. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, stream it from the All Villain Filler account. <laughs> Eddie Hearn, like, desperate to promote it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, uh, no, I'm doing all good. Yeah, stayed up. So I went to bed feeling a bit like, uh, well, I went to the to the Villa game, uh, feeling a bit like Barbie, looking all chirpy and you know positive with the world. And I woke up this morning going to work, looking a bit like Oppenheimer when he realizes <laughs> what he's you are just the, done. You are the destroyer of worlds, right? <laughs> the destroyer of worlds. I felt like <laughs> well, my world become, had been destroyed by the lack of sleep. You have become death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so, uh, so no, it was uh, it was all good, um, and uh, yeah. Good game, wasn't it, George? What did you did you very see? entertaining? Yeah, I did actually. Well, I watched the first half, um, and then and then uh, sleep took me. Mm. Um, but it, I mean, very entertaining half, and obviously Villa uh, stormed into a two 0 lead very early on. And I thought, my God, look at us! Look at, <laughs> look at us! Premier League trophy. We, we've been joking about it for years. As a it's our WhatsApp name, isn't it? We change it every year. We're like. Lee Champions 2022. All right, now it's 23. Now it's 24. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was starting to believe after 10 minutes of a preseason game. So was I. Exactly. Get the claret and blue ribbons on it now. For goodness' mm. sake, save, save yourself the time. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a it was a really entertaining game. I saw some of the extra sort of highlights afterwards in the second half when um, there were kind of a few more issues. I, I suppose I think um, the ones that sort of flag. Uh, that come to my mind are, you know, the, the high line, actually, we were talking about at the end of last season, um, long balls over the top, uh, through balls, kind of through the middle, kind of catching us out a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think that's something for of us, obviously, to work on over the course of preseason. That is what preseason is for. Um, so, so uh, you know, that was kind of perhaps on the negative side of things, but positively, there were some great performances, I think, from some of the players. Most notably, Emi Buendia, of course, with a brace, could, perhaps should have scored a hat-trick, um, but he was just electric. And he was playing in a position which is slightly different to what I've seen him play in before, where he's sort of coming in off the left, the position actually which he did really well uh, playing at Norwich, really kind of on that left flank, cutting inside, and being really effective and scoring those two really good goals uh, inside the kind of the first few minutes. Um, sorry, the, the, sorry, uh, Watkins scored the first goal, obviously, but then but then Wendy scored a brace later on. Um, 
he had a fantastic game. And on the other side, uh, Jaden Philogene had another really good game in preseason, which was really exciting to see. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk post that game about whether we could save a few Bob and perhaps keep Philogene in the squad over the course of the season and just see how he gets on because he does look like a player that can cause some damage. I know it's preseason. It's obviously very difficult to judge. Um, but that loan spell at Cardiff seems to really have done, um, done the business for him. Uh, you know, I think he has come back a more improved player, a much more confident player. Uh, and he's got something that we, um, we lack. Um, and I know, you know, we've, we've obviously now added a DRB. What a player uh, he is, mm. by the way. What a signing. Fighting. Be. Um, I mean, I think he really is, of the three signings we've made, obviously Paul Torres as well is, is another big name, but DRB coming in is someone I'm really excited about. And it sends a message, I think, to kind of the teams around us that, you know, we're not, we're not messing around here. Um, mm. And, you know, we've been talking about the top four for such a long time. Uh, now, I think legitimately we could be talking about a top six, maybe top seven clubs that are going to be vying for those top four positions. So it's really exciting. Uh, yeah, and yeah. yeah. And, and as, as, as I say, definitely things to work on. I mean, Newcastle uh, were, a, were a really good opposition. Can I also say as well, the summer series sounds like some sort of wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, it does. I, I half Love expected it. John McGinn to like <laughs> shove Matt Target in a casket or something. <laughs> Tyro Mings and, uh, and yeah. uh, Esri Consa winning the tag team titles at the Premier League summer series. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Uh, yeah, Tyro Mings with a rock bottom to... Uh... To a Joe Ellington or something, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, p- p- performance-wise on the pitch, it was, it was, it was, it was brilliant. And it's and it's great actually to see us play in the states. There's just a different atmosphere there, isn't it? Yeah. Everything just yeah. seems kind of like just kind of. It had a. It did feel like a. It like looks a, glamorous. Like a, like a World Cup '94 match. Yeah. Really, kind of the pitches and the the fans and the sun uh, and. Yeah. Um, Tyro Mings giving his match side match side uh, assessment <laughs> yeah. with, his, with his sort of big headphones on. That was cool. Yeah. Um, even, even like the cameras, like the way the cam camera looks is different. It's yeah, like it's shot in a different like frame rate or whatever sometimes. But yeah, it's um yeah, you're right. There's something and just the energy of the crowd. Like you can see, they're just really into it. Yeah, so you know, a lot. I guess a lot of the US supporters who. Uh, if you were there yesterday, get in touch with All Villa because I know a lot of you listen uh, listen to us out there. Absolutely, um, uh, amazing fan base, and uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, you know don't get to see Villa too often, so get getting to see in the US must be awesome, awesome yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you, George. Emmy Buendia, you know Lionel Messi's down there in Miami now. What he should have done is flown up to Philadelphia and taken notes because I mean, Buen- yeah, Buendia, I mean. You know that meme when you look through your glasses and you still rub them and you think you're looking at Messi and it's actually Buendia. That's what it was. He was, um, you know, I think we've been talking on this podcast for a long time that Buendia needs to find consistency. Yeah. The only way he's going to become a regular Argentina international is to become a more consistent player because he's competing with the best attackers in the world yeah. to get into that squad. And the problem has been that he has games where he looks absolutely exceptional, but then he has games, three or four games, where he's, you know, one game where he's really poor or he doesn't really impact it or he um, perhaps would have just been suited better as an impact sub. In, in well, well even in even this preseason, you could argue that's the case. Uh, against Walsall, he was pretty non-existent. And then yeah. and then he turns up and, and scores a brace against Newcastle. So, he, yeah, absolutely. He needs, to, he needs to work on that for sure. 
Yeah, so it's that consistency he needs. And I think that that, you know, again, we've also said on here, but I think competition would be good for him. Yeah. I think he needs someone to sort of push him. And maybe DRB is that. If, you know, if, say, uh, it, Emery decides that he's going to stick DRB in the kind of off the striker, uh, you know, or stick him out left or, you know, this is this is another attacking player who is effectively competing with Buendia for a position. So maybe, you know, a high quality attacking uh, rival for Wendy. It might actually help him, you know, focus um, and find that consistency. Um, and that's, you know, it's fantastic to see him perform like he did against Newcastle, where he was just really on fire, really like looked physically strong. Every decision he made was a good one, great passing, great range of passing, good movement coming out in, disrupting Newcastle's uh, uh, whole sort of, um, midfield. Yeah, um, I mean, brilliant assist for Watkins's goal, where he sort of, um, he sort of bodied uh, Newcastle's new signing. I forget his name is Tonali. Is it Tonali? Yeah, yeah. Tonali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know, used used every inch of his five foot two frame to 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 get past him, and then and then play the ball off to to Ollie. But yeah, he was he was just he was just everywhere, particularly in the first half. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. He's all he's got to do now is he's got to. You know, the acid test is St. James's Park in a few weeks. It's one thing to do mm. it in pre-season in the summer series. You know, there's been lots of players in the past who've looked good in pre-season. There's yep. been lots of players, you know, Bailey looked really good last season in pre-season. Um, carried it, you know, was inconsistent again in the Premier League. But Buendia now needs to take this to St. James's Park. Needs to take this form into the big games, you know, when it really counts. Um, but then also Philogene, like you said, Philogene, um, that year at Cardiff must have really helped him. Did you see John McGinn's interview after the game, George? I about? did, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah Tell yeah, you yeah. what, I mean, he was like, you know, he, he's come back from a year at Cardiff getting beaten up, you know, he's, 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 he looks up for it now. And I think he's basically saying that, you know, he looked like he had a lot of talent in, in uh, training last season, but uh, was lacking some things. And so it was, uh, I think, having that year out uh, to be, uh, you know, to a uh, Cardiff to play against high quality opposition every single week in a tough physical, high quality league, then yeah. to come back to Villa a bit stronger, a bit more experienced. Uh, and what he was saying is that the coaches have been speaking really well of him, which makes me wonder if maybe Philogene is going to stick around. Um, I would not be against that. I'd be, no. I'd be happy with it. No. Um, so, uh, but also another young player who impressed George. Amari Kellyman? Yes. Yeah. Well, he was very unlucky not to score, wasn't he? I mean, he he uh, it could have been a great goal for him. Um, obviously touched onto the post with Wendy to convert. But yeah, he, I mean, he looks a real prospect. So, yeah, Emery was speaking to about about him afterwards, and he said, you know, he's only 17. Um, so there's still there's still uh there's still work to be done on him. I think especially physically, he is he is a very slight player. Mm. Um, but uh but yeah, I think that the, the the talent is there for sure. Um and and he was getting everywhere and he was he was he's confident, um, he's 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 attacking minded, isn't he? Like he he wants to get forward, he wants to impact the play. Um in front of goal. Um, so yeah, someone like definitely that I think has been put on the radar now for sure. I think Villa fans have certainly uh, pricked their ears up to him. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't expect to see him anywhere near kind of the first team for, for a while yet, but, but he's, he's definitely one to keep an eye on. Oh, he might, he might get a, you know, a, get him, get him a loan spell, maybe at a, a league two league one club, maybe uh, and see how he gets on um, or just, you know, see how he gets on with the under, under 21s. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, 
he looks he looks a real talent. So I'm really excited to see how he gets on this season. Hundred percent. Yeah, hopefully alone in some the championship if he is to go on loan, you know. So um I think something else as well um that was uh good to see was uh the the goals came from quick passes from defense midfield into attack. It was so, so rapid. The 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 play the mm. Emery ball was just there were times when it looked fantastic. It really did. And that first 15 minutes, particularly, where it was like I think we're going to win the Premier League, um, you know. But uh, you know, so uh, no, it was it was really really lovely stuff um, to see, uh, and also Douglas Ruiz, I thought looked just uh, you know, I've been going on on about him recently quite a bit just because I think that he's a player who could be a Brazilian national regularly, maybe uh, like a, a you know one of the first names on the team sheet for them, and I feel like we're starting to see him get to become a. I think he's got to a point now where you're yeah. like this guy every single week mm. looks really good. Um, but uh, I mean, when when he joined us, he obviously was a, he was a rough diamond, and he, there were reports at the time I remember where Guardiola was was unsure about whether to yeah whether to let him go or not, and and there was a buyback clause obviously into his into his contract, um, and thankfully that passed without them you know putting another bid in for him. But now I think you know he's been with us for for, for a couple of seasons now. He's he's a he's a bit older. He's a bit wiser. He's you know he's he's such a, he's so familiar now with the Premier League and how it how it works. He's now in a settled position where he can affect the game and um, and he's just turning into that player that we all hoped he would mm. under the the stewardship of one of the best managers in the game. I mean it's it's just incredible. I mean to be honest, I'm I'm slightly worried um, that if not this summer. Then next summer there'll be a big club making a big move for him, because I do think he's getting to the stage where he could be considered one of the the best midfielders in that that well, sort of area of the table in in those sort of top six top seven teams. There's no way he's leaving the team that's winning the Premier League. <laughs> well, why? Why, why, would it, why would he? <laughs> uh, no, of course. Look, you know, we, these Saudi Arabian teams are going to start bidding fifty hundred million trillion dollars. For players in the next in the near future, yeah. But um, but I don't know. I I I'm I'm currently in a in a spell as a Villa fan where I feel like uh, more confident than I have in the past that we're not just going to lose players all the time. And if we do sell players, it will be for really big money, and then we'll smartly be able to replace them. I think is yeah. the way I, I think of Villa at the moment. Just because I think we've kind of um hopefully protected ourselves behind the scenes with, you know, Monchi, Vidigani, uh, is it? I forget, sorry, I forget his name. Um, and uh, uh, Emery himself, of course. So I'm sort of hoping we've future-proofed ourselves a bit there. But if we do, you know, start finding big bids coming in for our players. But also, um, you know, uh, a couple of other things. The uh, Yes, the, that high line. I love the high line. It's been working really well. Villa did really well with it. Struggled against Liverpool at home on Boxing Day last season. And that was one of the early uh, showings of the Highland where we, it looked like we were getting used to it. And I wonder slightly if we looked a little bit rusty using it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were one or two occasions where Newcastle were offside. And with VAR, probably would have been caught out. But we just sort of played on. and um, But what it clearly was showing was that Newcastle did hit the ball from deep a few times and get in behind us. And mm. at St. James's Park, I just can't help but think that that's how they're going to approach it. And I can't help but think that that's what a lot of teams are going to try and do to Villa this season, timing those runs from deep from midfield, which is how Newcastle's first goal came about. Second goal, robbing the ball off Kamara. Again, you just put that down to rustiness, hopefully. 
And then, uh, and hopefully by the time we're playing Lazio and Valencia, that's out the system. And then the third goal, just an ordinary ball over the top again, Harlot. It, it's just the sort of thing you hopefully we're going to get this out the system before the season kicks off. Um, but, uh, you know, second half as well, Pau Torres and Yuri Tielemans, George. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, great, great to see them obviously make their make their debuts. You know, Pau Torres glistening in the Philadelphia sun. Oh, um, oh, very handsome man. Uh, and yeah, no, he, just, yeah, just, just, just great. I mean, it, it, they, they kind of usher in a new era, don't they? Those two signings, they really do. Um, and and it's very exciting just to see what what they can do um, for the rest of the preseason and obviously into the new campaign. Um, I mean, with, with the with the balls over the top, perhaps um, you know, Pau Torres is 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 quite pacey. Uh, perhaps that's something that 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 uh, we could utilize. You know, if we are caught out, perhaps he's the sort of player that can can get back and rectify any of those sorts of problems. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. But but yeah, I mean, he's he is well known, obviously, as a as a ball playing midfielder, defender. Um, uh, I'm sure every could play him as a ball playing midfielder if we wanted. He to. looks like a midfielder. He does look he, like a midfielder. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought yeah. some of his passing yesterday was absolutely fantastic. It was almost yeah. Bush, Bushkets-esque on one or two occasions. Yeah. Obviously, that's that's what we know we're getting with Pau Torres is his ability on the ball. His possession yeah. Base. It was, there was some great stuff. And I, yeah, I think he could actually move up to CDM on, if he needed to. On I'm, I'm sure. Game. I'm sure he could. But but I think I think again, it just highlights. With with both of those both of those, of those players, they um, and across the whole squad, we we have such a a depth in skill sets. So we have you know we have players who are physical in in Mings and um, and uh, uh, oh my god, what's our other defender called? Esri Consa. No, 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 uh, Diego Carlos. Sorry. Oh yeah, okay. you know we have physicality in in Diego Carlos and Tyrone Mings. We have we have sort of a bit more technique, ball playing ability with with um, with Pau Torres. We have. Um, you know, sort of graft in in John McGinn, and we have pace now with Diaby. Like you know, across the, across the board, we really have a, a, a you know such a skill set with everybody, which which kind of gives me the feeling that we can hurt anybody. You know, I don't think we should really go into any game next season fearing them. No, I don't. You know, I don't think so either. Even, no. even you know, even even you know, the top teams, Man City, Liverpool. I think I think you know, even if we lose or draw or whatever. We'll give them a game, um, yeah. and I think we could say that, you know, over the course of the season, I don't think there'll be any games where I feel that we've been particularly outplayed. And if we have, there'll be reasons for it, you know, injuries or or, or suspensions or whatever. But but you know, player for player, we have a really formidable team now for the first time in in, in a very very long time. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really excited, and all these preseason games are just getting me more excited, and, and getting me get they're, they're helping me believe that we can do something special this season. I, I really do believe that. Yeah, I no, I agree. I, th- I think the, the squad depth is certainly there for sure, and uh, you know, uh, I like Tielemans coming on for Douglas Louise. I, t- I thought Tielemans again was very impressive on the ball. Yeah, uh, you know, very calm and collected. He put a few good balls over the top towards Archer and Philogene as well. I think it, I think it was Philogene. Um, I think but also, I think a couple of other weaknesses. I wasn't sure about the wing backs, wasn't sure about Cash or Dean. Mm. I think we missed Moreno. And also that backup keeper, George. Oh, if, yeah. If Goodness. there's ever an injury to Emmy Martinez or an injury to Ollie Watkins, yeah. Villa are in trouble. Yeah. I'm actually a bit surprised that there haven't been any sort of significant links to. To, to, to backup keepers, to be mm. honest. I mean, we've we've let Sinisalo go out on loan 
um, already. Not not to say that he was ever going to be a backup, but you know that's one less keeper we could possibly rely on. Um, you know, Marshall uh, is with the squad again, a very young player, very unproven, very raw. And then Olsen, you know, and um, yeah, I think he, he kind of sends the fear of God into me, to be honest. Uh, and I think he sends the fear of God into our, you know, all of our defenders. Um, and that's definitely a, an area we need to address. I've got nothing against the guy. I, I'm, you know, I'm sure he's a, he's a dedicated professional. I'm sure he works hard, but yeah. he, he just doesn't fit into this new villa for me. Just, um, it, mm. he, and, and, you know, Martinez has come such a long way under... Uh, Emery's um, uh, guidance, you know, he, he's he's become a really good ball-playing goalkeeper. There was a few moments against Newcastle where he was pushing up to kind of the edge of his box. He was using his feet a lot, you know. Um, we're, we're, we've become much more comfortable passing the ball around the back, um, I thought, because Newcastle were really pressing us uh, right from the off. But we managed to deal with that quite effectively. But with Olsen, no chance, Um it just it's just not working with him at all so i would really really hope to see another keeper come in um and i would be worried if the transfer window closed and we were stuck with olsen as a backup because heaven forbid martinez gets injured for any stretch of time that is really going to impact our ability to to do something this season so i really hope it doesn't come down to that yeah, I think so. And uh, I think Diego Carlos, I felt for him a bit, he looked a bit like he hadn't played football for a year. Uh, yeah. Struggled with his distribution and um, uh, just just looked a bit off, looked off the pace, which is totally understandable with a year out. Um, so hopefully these, this preseason will be a big help for him to get fitter. Yeah. Um, but also, George, so so yeah, so, you know, it's only preseason. There are positives to take. You can't read too much into it, you know, other than the fact we, we now know Villa are going to win the league. But... Um, <laughs> No, uh, obviously you can't read too much into it, but obviously it's, it you know doesn't hurt to see your striker scoring goals and attacking players looking good and confident. So that's 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 good. You, you don't want to be seeing them losing five nil, do you? Um, no. So, uh, but on top of that, um, you know, George tonight it's been reported Inter Internazionale as uh, Darren Fletcher kept bloody calling them in the Champions League final. Uh, so just Inter have bid twelve million euros. For Emiliano Martinez, that is that is a report going around online. I don't know the veracity of it, but it's uh... sure. I mean, that's just not true, is it? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, there's um, there's low there's low balling, and then there's yeah, yeah, there's, you know. I um, just, I, I just, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. Really, it, it just, it just, it's so ludicrous. Um, I mean, also they've they've. They've just got, received a ton of money for Unana, so why? Yeah. Don't <laughs> I, I can't even, I can't even they, dignify that with any sort of like decent they, response. Have they just sort of looked at it and thought, oh, it's only Ickle Villa, Ickle Villa? We, we were just in the Champions League final. Who have where Villa been for this amount of time? And you know, we could we could bid this, and I don't know. It just that can't be. It, I refuse, who's saying this? <laughs> I know. Well, it's just a report going around at the moment. Surely, you know, twelve I don't million. It. I don't believe it. No George, way. Twelve which, million which, can't be right. Which sock? George, uh, which I, sock do they want to buy for that? I saw you play five-a-side football in goal at Cardiff ten years ago, and the way football transfer fees are now, I genuinely would have bid twelve million for you. So, if yeah, you're well, worth I mean, with, 12 inf million, with inflation and the rest of it, yeah, definitely. 
If you're worth 12 million, what the hell's Martinez worth? 13 uh, million, 12, 12 and a half. Maybe. Yeah. But bit, um, yeah. Bit late in the day, I think, for Inter. If they're looking, if they're looking at Martinez, um, look, I could imagine there's movement in the backgrounds where they're sort of approaching maybe and said, would you like to come and live in Milan? And to be honest with you, the hell wouldn't want to live in some beautiful part of the world of northern Italy. But, uh, but you know, um, I think, I I don't know. I don't think I could see it happening, personally. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not speaking <laughs> um, ahead of what might be a pretty miserable no, few weeks. No, I no, mean, I, I mean, what I what I would what I would say to this. Uh, is, you know, it's inevitable that there are going to be rumours of Martinez leaving because he's won the World Cup with Argentina and he's one of the best keepers in the world and by rights should be playing for a club in, in you know, the Champions League or whatever. Um, I, I just, I just, I just can't, I just can't see it happening. It, the, other, the, the other day at a press conference, Martinez was asked about his future at Villa and he said something like, you know, my ambition was to qualify for Europe with Villa. I've done that. My ambition now is to is to win the competition in Europe with like with Villa. Um, I just think, like particularly now, looking at the signings we're making, the investment that's in the club, the manager who's at the club, uh, you the know, podcasts, the, has, the podcasts, the incredible the podcasts around yeah. the club. Like we we are very much a club on the up. I, I just don't know. I'm not saying that Inter Milan by any stretch of club on on the slide. You know, obviously they reached the Champions League final last year. They're a very very good side in Italy. Um, oh, historical club. club, all the rest yeah, of it. Great, you know, great club. Yeah. Absolutely amazing, yeah. club, incredible club. But you know, to to be part of something where you can really achieve something special, which Villa can do, you know. I'm I'm not saying we could be win the. T- I mean, we, no, sorry, we won the league. This season, <laughs> I was going to say that's stupid, yeah. but but we can de- we can we can achieve something that we haven't done for a very 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 long time. Like, why would why wouldn't you want to be invested in that project, particularly as we're the club that's we we're the ones that really showed faith in him. Arsenal were prepared mm-hmm. to let him go. We were the ones that were prepared to give him a, a chance. Uh, and and at, it was at Villa when he where he won the World Cup. It was at Villa when he where he won the Copa America. It's at Villa where we've qualified for Europe for the first time in fifteen years. You know, we, we, we are achieving things, and he's achieving personal things whilst at Aston Villa. So I just don't see it happening. Yeah, uh, but I tell you what did happen: Musa Diaby. Yeah, and well, as I said. Yeah, very exciting. As I said earlier, he is he is the marquee signing of the three that we've made so far, in my opinion. He's the one where where other people are standing up and taking notice of us as a as a club that could could do something special. Um it's always quite nice really to to kind of fly under the radar, which we have done for 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 a while now. Even even with Emery performing as he did last season, getting us up from the doldrums up into Europe. Um, but you know, the signings that we have made. And DRB especially, I've noticed a lot of football journalists are saying Villa could have a really good season. Villa are doing something special, um, so it's it's interesting. I mean, I hope there's I hope there's the players in the squad are relishing that pressure, mm-hmm. perhaps, and they're not they're not sort of cowering beneath it. Um, you know, I hope they 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 rise to the challenge, I'm, and I'm sure they will. Um, but I just look at the squad and I just think, you know, with Diaby's arrival and you've got the personnel there, like, you know, even the, the, the old stalwarts called Mould now, but, you know, Mings and McGinn are just playing at just a really top level. 
um, under Emery. And then we've got, we've supplemented that with some quality players and Diaby is, is sort of the, the crown jewel in all of it. Um, obviously we're not done yet. I'm sure there'll be a few more outgoings and, in, and incomings. So I think Morgan Sanson, I think has been very, very strongly linked with Nice, uh, which is quite surprising the way he managed it, why he flew out to the States, to be honest. Mm. Um, and, um, he looked in that picture that that they took of the group when they landed in in America. He looked like some sort of ghost. Little uh, <laughs> kids, yeah. That you know, guard stare. He, yeah, it was like he he knew he wasn't going to be there for long. He, he was probably thinking, "When can I book the first flight back to back to Europe?" Um, but yeah, you know, he'll be off, and a few others, no doubt, will will go. Um, so we're still we're still tweaking the squad. Um, Emery said so in the press conference yesterday that he, you know, that's, it's an ongoing process and they're still looking and all the rest of it. So um, yeah, who knows what squad we'll have when the transfer window shuts, but it will be a damn sight better than the one that shut at the end of last season. That's for sure. All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Welcome back everybody. Now it is time for this. I might give George's wedding a miss next week if things go pear-shaped in this, the spicy question. And today, George, I am asking you, is Villa's transfer business finished? <laughs> you should have just slipped that into the final comments I made at the end of the last part of the show. Um, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, Frankie. Um, yeah, I mean... As I said, I, there, there definitely will be some some more tweaking. I don't think it will be, you know, there might be some Villa fans who want eight, nine signings or whatever. I don't think it'll be that. I think if we are going to make signings, it might be two, three max. Um, I think, you know, I said I said in last week's show, I think the areas we need to improve on, I mean, obviously we've strengthened now on the wing with Diaby. We probably need a, a, another striker, we probably need another fullback, and I kind of wouldn't be surprised if we, if we brought in another midfielder in some capacity, or some sort of utility player that can perhaps play in a variety of positions. Um, that that would probably be enough. Oh, no, sorry, backup keeper, definitely a backup keeper. Um, so so yeah, um, but I, I wouldn't expect to 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 bring in you know too many more. I think it's really important that we brought in three players we have um, just as pre-season is kind of getting under the way. Um, you know, as I said, Diaby's already in the States. Uh, so I would expect him. I hope he will play against Fulham in our next pre-season game. Obviously, Pau Torres made his debut uh, against Newcastle. I'm sure he'll get more minutes against Fulham and the rest of pre-season and Tielemans as well. So, you know, you, you want to get your business done early. That's always really key and, 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 and um, useful. So I don't, know if we want to wait too much later in the window but obviously things do change as, as we get to kind of towards that stage of the season where clubs are still worried about making their tweaks and then all of a sudden players are moving and then and then everything becomes unsettled again and then and then you are scrabbling a little bit I hope we don't reach that stage I hope you know I, I don't I don't really want us to be doing too much business on the final day of the transfer window but I would expect that we do make more signings and um, yeah, that we just kind of clean up the edges a little bit. So some of the the um, players on the fringes will 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 move on in some capacity, either on loan or, or permanent transfers away. Strong rumours of, of Wesley, the 
the forgotten Brazilian uh, going to Watford, Keenan Davis, um, perhaps moving to to another club. I've seen, I've seen today it's up to, to seven million quid. Or to, which like I would absolutely take uh, yeah. for sure, just to get anything for Keenan Davis. Make it eight. Make it eight. A nice round eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Keenan Davis, and then Morgan Sanson possibly on loan to Nice. So yeah, it's, it's those sorts of players that probably do need to be moved on and to find other clubs. And then we can, we can start tweaking, but it's, it's all about just, just improving the overall level of quality in the squad. Mm. So, you know, players that perhaps were more first team regulars do become those maybe fringe players, but they are of a better quality. So if we do have injuries or suspensions, you know, you're still thinking, well, we've got a good squad there to kind of rotate players around. So yeah, definitely there'll be some more movement, I'm sure of it. Um, and if there anything as exciting as the three we've already brought in, it's going to be a really, really good few weeks. Three fantastic signings. I really think that they are high-quality signings that absolutely improve the squad no end. Absolutely, um, yeah. The squad depth is just, you know, you, you think last season if one player got injured, you'd be worried. At the moment in defence and midfield, you'd, you know, yeah. Ramsey's out for a while and I'm looking at it and thinking... You know, it's a big loss, but at the same time, I'm like, I think, I think we're okay. Particularly if we end up signing Jeremy Doku as well, who, again, has always reminded me. Of, I've always really liked Doku. Every time I've ever watched him, always thought he's just one of it. He reminds me a bit of Ed Ricciese at Palace. Yeah, kind yeah. of like a really skillful player. Uh, can play wide or centrally. So um, I, I'd, I'd be really pleased to see him turn up at Villa if that were to happen. He's, he's, he's definitely one of those players that, for me. Will improve under Emery. I yes, think the problem, the problem with Doc, the problem, the pro- yeah, the problem with Doku, I think is is we were talking about sort of inconsistency in players. I think Doku, he's really exciting. I remember when I was watching Belgium and he came on as a sub, and I was like, who is? This? I had never seen him play before, hmm. and I remember thinking, who is this guy? Like he's got yeah. pace, he's aggressive, like he he's skillful. He go goes at people. He he causes you know havoc, but then you know. Cl- Clearly, the reason why he's a sub is because perhaps he he he's he he can't be relied upon to 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 put in a, a performance for ninety minutes. But I think under Emery, given how he's improved so many of our players already, mm. he's exactly the sort of project that Emery could work with and and, and improve, and he could become a, a massive threat for us if if he wants to join. And, and he's very young as well. And I think you know, if you thought about it, then you know, Villa haven't currently, I would say, got loads of pace and uh, skill going forward. No. Uh, and I think that uh, Musa Diaby's really added that. Uh, I think Philogene coming back could add that if he yeah. sticks around. Yeah. And if Doku came in as well, suddenly that's three skillful, fast options. Yeah. And that and, gives and, you... And if, and if Bay, I know there's been rumours of Bailey moving away to, um, to Al Nasser, but, but if he sticks around again, he's another player that... You know, you'd like to see him be more consistent, but if he gets on his game, he's a, he is a he is a, a a tricky player and gives you options for a style of play you want as well going forward. You know, if you want to be a bit more you know slower, maybe with Buendia, a bit more progressive, wait for that pass. But if you want to hit someone on the counter, rapid, quick, fast, you know those you know Doku, Tiarpi, Filiji together as well. It's it's just it's crazy to be thinking of Villa like this. It really is like considering where we've been for the last fifteen years. Uh, it's like the sleeper giant literally woke up somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I think I, I think the the backup goalkeeper thing. I think watching Olsen's um, distribution last night, I thought it's one of the moments sometimes where you just get a clarity of like this has to be sorted. 
Like yeah. he just does. Reminds me of Nyland at Villa when he was there. Yeah. I remember when we played Wolves during the lot, we lost one nil. Then Donker scored for them at Villa Park, and I remember uh, Olsen went to throw it, and he's it was like, um, well, Nyland's sorry, Nyland went to throw it, and uh, I remember he somehow. I've never seen anyone do this even in like amateur football. Just yeah. like like accidentally let go of it. So like threw his arm up, but the ball just like landed next to him. <laughs> yeah. And somehow Yotta missed, but it was like yes, I remember, yeah. yeah. And that that was the moment where it was like, no, nah, he's he's done. He's done. You can't you just can't rely on him. So it's 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 one of them again where you just like you sometimes there's a moment where you're like, you got it's just got to be fixed. Um and then uh yeah, I think uh, Coutinho is an interesting one, George. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I personally am of the opinion he should go. I, 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 I just don't think he's. I don't think he's an Emery player, and um, he's on massive wages. Obviously, I mean that is the problem. Is 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 who will come in for him? I'm I'm pray. You know, I'm not praying because I, I I do want to see him be successful. You know, when he came to Villa, obviously the first few weeks he was just brilliant and. Uh, we were all just losing our minds the fact that we managed to attract you know a player of his sort of past quality and he has shown in glimpses you know mm. that he is uh he's still still a very talented player i just i just don't know he's clearly quite you know he's getting to the point where he's quite injury prone he's been injured with this injury for a, a long time yeah <sighs> you, you, you can't He's a, he's a good player and and he he's a fantastic name to have in the squad and all the rest of it however you, you can't justify the wages he's obviously going to be on hmm. for a squad player hmm. um you know you, you just you just can't you've you've got to you've got to free up that money and and bring in someone that's you know that that can affect a game more regularly is more consistent in terms of kind of their injury record, basically, uh, and he, and you know, I, I, I don't want him to be holding back a player like Aaron Ramsey, uh, for example, or or you know, uh, a Robinham. Not, and they play the same positions, but you know, it's a mid a central midfield spot that could go to a up and coming player. Um, that's that's my view, and and fundamentally, you know, he was very much a Steven Gerrard signing. There's no way he would have signed for us if Steven Gerrard wasn't wasn't there. Mm. Steven Gerrard's now gone. So you're thinking, well, where does you know, what's the connection now with the club? So yeah, a, a part of me obviously we all we all would love him to be a success and to find that form again of the early stages of his Villa career, but I just don't I just don't see it happening. And for and you know, I think I think they probably are working behind the scenes to see if there's perhaps some interest to to move him on. And I could I can totally see him going to Saudi. I really can. I think I think he's 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 got that kind of aura about him where you know he's he could he could he can move over there and and um, still be a big name. He'd still be a big name. You know he uh, was linked with uh, with El Asifak, uh, Gerard's new club, obviously inevitably. But those rumors have kind of cooled a little bit. I think, but who knows. I think, to be honest, if you want a spicy tweet, just tweet something about Coutinho and you'll see the Villa fan base divide. There are many who I see saying that they want to keep him and they think there's something there. And to be fair, he did play well against Arsenal. Yeah, good, great uh, goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
But uh, I, I think I want to be proven wrong. I really want him to be massively successful at Villa. And I want him to show the form he had when he was 24, 23. But he's not that age anymore. And he is older. And he, I don't think in the entire spell he's had at Villa, he's really looked quite consistent enough or, or, or at it. And I think, yes, he may be impactful in Europe this season. Maybe he, under Emery, can find some fitness and find consistency and actually become a really crucial player for Villa and somebody that, at the end of this season, we're saying, what a fantastic turnaround. But it's it's a bit of a guess, isn't it? You don't know. Uh, and I, I, if I had to bet, I'd say it's not there now. And that it, and well, that it, but... I want to be proven wrong. That's what I'll say. I'll, I'll put my I'll put my my flag down, like you know, on the moon. I'm Neil Armstrong on the moon. Is that I think we should probably let him go, but uh, I would be happy if I'm proven absolutely wrong on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he doesn't he doesn't help our. You know, we were talking before about how pace was so important to us. I mean, I I, I do think he's one of those players that slows us down. Um, you know, if you do want to. If we do want to break, if we do want to um, threaten in that way, which you know a player like Diaby would do, um, Philogene is, is is doing in preseason. You know, Coutinho's and, and Bailey as well. Not, not Bailey, sorry, um, Buendia. Um, you know, even though I wouldn't necessarily class him as the quickest, he's he's pretty explosive. I don't, you know, Coutinho's not that. Coutinho is one of the players who you know he'll pick up the ball, he'll do a nice trick and. And and uh, you know play the ball on. Um, I just don't know how, where he fits into to Emery's thinking um, well, as well. So we'll we'll see. I guess we'll see. I, I mean, he is he is going to play. I think in the summer series. I believe. I think yeah. he's going to be available for the next game. Is what I've read. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, he turns up and he looks fit and sharp, and it's all it's all good. So, you know, look, I, I'm not saying I want to get rid of him now, and he should, but I. If I was to, you know, say whether I think you should stay or go, I think probably go. But like I say, I'd be happy if I'm proven wrong on that. And I know if I tweeted about this, I would get a whole lot of responses saying that, shut up, give him a chance, blah, blah, blah. But that's just the way I think about it at this moment in time. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, George Zielinski. Frankie, I will see you later. Catch it a bit, George, up the mighty villa. Up the mighty villa. And it is goodbye from me too. We will be back again soon, of course. But until then, come on Super Aston Villa. <laughs>